to Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. I am so excited that you're joining me because on today's episode, I get to have a guest by the name of Joy Jackson. And Joy was actually a contributing writer to the Daughters of the King anthology. You can find her devotional on page 59 of this book, and it's titled Grace Through Chaos. But on part one of today's episode, Joy gets to candidly share about how she has been able to see by faith God in the midst of the difficult and the hard. She's saying, take notice of God. And so on these episodes with Triumphant Victorious Reminders, it is not just to remind you to live a triumphant victorious life, but it's also to remind myself and even you that we get to live this triumphant victorious life in Christ. And so it's in him that we get to experience his power through our lives, that it's not about our power, how good we did, but it's literally about us receiving from him so that we can freely give from him. Thank you so much for joining me for part three of my interview with Joy Jackson. Previously on part two. Resentment and mistrust for God when that all happened, because I was like, God, what happened? I did everything right. Mm. And I wasn't going to turn that part of my life back over to him. I was like, you know what? You can have the finances. You can have the kids. You can have the career. But this, Mm. I'm going to keep this over here. Because I don't like how you messed it up last time. I don't oh. like how you did me last time. Mm. You know, because it's it's really easy to think that we're entitled yeah. to God's favor and blessings. Come on. Even when we construct it our way. And now for part three. It's easy to think that we're entitled yeah. to God's favor and blessings. Come on. Even when we construct it our way. Right? We're, t- we're entitled. Oh, look, I did it by what the Bible said. Yeah, but you actually... You did it. That's the problem. You're supposed to let God do it for you, right? That's really hard. And it's hard It's hard for women in today's world. But now, you know, over the last six six years, I mean, it's been really just a few years of my being open to the idea of, of dating again, right? Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, when, when, when he sends the Boaz, mm. that man's going to be a hunter. Yeah. He's going to know what he wants. Yes. And you'll be lucky if you catch your breath. And you won't be able to continue. You're yes. not you're not gonna be hunting him down yeah. or chasing him yeah. or trying to reel him in. He's gonna see you mm. and he's gonna see you in the light that God intends for him to see you. Mm. He's not gonna see your circumstances. He's not gonna see your situation. He's just gonna see that you're the woman for him through God's lens. And it's and, and you're gonna be along for the ride. Wow. And it's a completely different experience. Wow. You, I mean, it's it's so different. I mean, I, I've sold myself to so many different, you know, men through the the, the conversations of what I can do and who I am and my virtues and you know, because <laughs> that's you, so true. We sell we ourselves. We sell ourselves, and it's you know, and it's not a bad thing because what we do is we're trying to advocate for our our virtue yes, and our that's values. That's right. It's not a bad thing that we're doing, right? Mm. We're like, you know, I believe in this and this is important to me and 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 this that and the other and this is what I can bring to the table because that's what the world's taught us to do. You know, but when when man's when God sends the man that He has for you, He's not even going to be looking at you through the, the the regular lens of like even a rifle scope. He's going to see you through the lens of the Holy Spirit. Mm. You'll never have to lead a man of God forward. 
Come on. You'll never have to lead a man of God to ask the questions, to say, to ask the qualifying questions, to say the right things mm. because they're directed. Come on. And that's what's different this time around is when wow. I, when it didn't even take long. It took me, the pain was caused by my resistance, right? It was doing it in my own ability. And, and, and that was pretty, pretty darn good. Mm. 20 years, right? Yeah. Not bad. But the way that it ended was just in heartbreak, right? Mm. And I do have these amazing children who are yeah. great, 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 you know, vessels and have seen my faith and, and despite all that, they've seen God show up. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, that's great about it is, is, you know, for all of you ladies out there who can relate mm. to this, no matter how badly we mess things up, and, and our children are seeing that, but what are they seeing? They're seeing the grace of God. Yeah. And that's that's a divine appointment. So regardless of whether you think, oh, you've messed it up, or you feel this pit in your stomach because you hear me talking, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing that now, and I've done that. doesn't matter. Mm. Because God's grace is, is what it's targeted. Yeah. You know, he never lets anything happen without there being an actual, um, you know, it, it's like a muscular development's happening. It's like a TENS device. It's like mm. an electrical pulse, right? Mm. It has a specific purpose. Yeah. So my sons were seeing God show up in this chaos that I had created. Mm. Really, you know? And so now they've got this foundation of just kind of, of, of knowing through their experience of seeing if you sit and you wait and God shows up, <clears throat> which they wouldn't wow. have had. Wow. So God does these amazing things. Even, yes. even when we screw up so badly. I love that. You know, the re it just shows like how he doesn't waste anything. The redemptive power of God. You know, we, we think about that hymn I used to sing all the time when we were young. My Redeemer lives. And yeah. I'm thinking, what the heck does that mean? And now we know what re what Redeemer, who, who he is. I mean, even as you were talking about Boaz, you know. He was a redeemer. Yeah, Boaz is never needed where there's a perfect situation. Come on. Right, Boaz is needed where there was yes. someone that was either abandoned or yes. someone died or there's a drastic. That's mm. where that's where a real kinsman is needed. That's good. A righteous kinsman is only going to show up in a situation where a woman really needs to be freaking rescued. Mm. Otherwise, you know, it might be like a Jacob and Rachel or a right. Abigail and David. There's different things, you yes. know, where God can use faith and blow things up and create an opportunity. But if you're really a woman that is kind of sitting in the wreck of the life that you created, you're going to need a Boaz. Mm. And that only happens when you're in a position, you find yourself in a position of, of worldly circumstances. It's, just, it, it's like all this time I was, I was saying, you know, God, I don't know when you're going to show up. But actually it wasn't him that wasn't showing up. I wasn't showing up. <laughs> yes. I wasn't showing yes. up. Yes. So good. I was holding that part of myself back. You know, and waiting. But when I finally shut up and said, okay, if this is all there is, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be content with what you've given me. And if the right man comes along, I'm, I'm not going to be jaded. I'm going to be open because there are good men out there. Yes. And no, there are. Yeah. There are good people out there. Amen. There are amazing men out there. That's That right. have had the same situations that we've had. Right. That are looking for their for their, their Ruth. They're looking yeah. for their... They're Rachel and their and their Abigails and their Esthers. They're looking. There are people out there that are that are in those scenarios, but we have to be obedient mm. for that to happen. But that that's the most interesting thing that I feel like my takeaway has been is through those excruciating years and agonizing days of you know not knowing what was going to happen and having really dire circumstances kind of pop up constantly. It feels like the stronger my faith was. Mm. 
the stronger the test. Right. I mean... It feels like that. It has been that yeah. way. Yeah. But then, you know, but then, you know, if you just, if you don't react to your circumstances and you sit and you, and you wait and you allow God to kind of come in and you look for the grace and you allow for his grace to come in and you accept and be yeah. willing to receive, a lot of us, you had to, I had to learn the skill of receiving. Mm from being in these circumstances, because I was like superwoman, I was Wonder Woman. Yeah. I did everything for everybody, never needed anything, mm. you know? And then, and we prevent, it's like a shield, right, of, of the I can shield. Right. But then that shields you from receiving mm. that divine, you know, what, so the divine good, gifts, you know? and So true. And that's what it took was me getting really broken down to that, to the point of, okay, you know, I wasn't able to fix this and I had to sit and learn to receive. I love that there is a reoccurring theme okay. throughout just your life. And it's noticing. And stay tuned for tomorrow's part four with my special guest, Joy Jackson.